Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. I hope everyone is well. Now, late last year, I had the opportunity to speak to none other than David Lee Holm, one of the stars of Phantasmagoria, the horror classic from Sierra, and of course, Roberta Williams. And in this interview, he spoke to me about what it was like filming the game, what he thought of the game, and since then, the reception that the game got and that he keeps getting about the game. And uh, yeah, spoiler, apparently working with Roberta Williams was a really great experience. Who would have thought that? Um, But he's also written a book, the book of poetry called Awake I Dream. And this is a book written from the point of view of the main character played by uh, David Lee Holm as well. So he uh, was very kind to read out uh, some of the poems from his book as well. So I had a great time speaking with him. I spoke to him live late last year. If you missed it, it is still on a YouTube channel and the link will be in the show notes. But um, if you prefer audio, you can, of course, listen to it here as well. So, So without further ado, here is my interview with David Lee Home. Uh please enjoy. So, uh, yeah. You're okay. You're I, okay to record and to go live. <laughs> I got dressed. I got dressed just for this. So <laughs> that is great to great to see. Well, I believe we're live. And oh, that's uh that is a close-up of my face. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, I'm about this big. Uh, <laughs> no, it's nice. It's good. Uh well it's, got- there's always a bit of a delay when we go live. So um I think we're I, I believe we're live. Uh, if anybody is watching live, uh, and if we are live, then uh, please let us know in the chat. That's what I just sent a text. Can you see anything? But it doesn't matter, right? It's on your YouTube channel later. That's- yeah, we're live. I can, I can see myself now. So uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Adventure Games podcast. I am delighted to be joined here by uh, actor and author David Lee Holm. Uh, one of the stars of Phantasmagoria. You may have heard of that game. Uh, it was quite popular. It still is, I believe. And uh, an author as well. You just wrote a book of poetry. Yes. And you have it there, I believe. Awake I Dream, which we'll be talking about as well. And if we're lucky enough, uh, hopefully David can maybe read a few poems uh, from the book to us. So, uh, well, first of all, hello, David. How are you? I'm good, my friend. I'm good. How are things in Ireland? Very good. I think uh, we both had storms at the opposite ends of the ocean. You were saying... In- have storm now. So, like I said, we may have to switch to my phone to finish the meeting if I get knocked off because it's a storm here. If a squirrel farts here, we lose power. <laughs> yeah, so, so, sounds like Ireland a bit as well. We, uh, we can't deal with any type of extreme weather. No. Um, um, Ireland's I don't know about my- Texas. Ireland's definitely on my bucket list. My neighbor across the street, his family goes way back. He's he's got the the lineage to show, which is something ninety nine percent of Americans don't have, or ninety percent. They don't even know who their great grandparents were, let alone their <laughs> where they were from. <laughs> he's got it all the way back to castles, and uh, he's got uh, some 
great 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 uncle or something fought in the alamo or <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah I'm a, mutt. I'm, not, I'm a mutt i'm not from this planet originally so don't you know, I don't even know <laughs> yeah I, I i heard you mentioned that on another interview that i saw <laughs> so well are any of us really from other planets we could go we could go on <laughs> <laughs> well um, i would too i love that stuff <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, you appeared in, as I mentioned, Phantasmagoria, which uh, is still, but you know, 25 years later, still really popular. Still, people are talking about it a lot today, um, as they did back then. So, first of all, congratulations on that. Congratulations on your book as well, which has gotten some fantastic reviews. I yeah. saw on Amazon and Goodreads. Uh, so uh, clearly, you you know, you're doing things right. <laughs> Uh, appeared in this successful game and written this successful book. So, um, but uh, first of all, before before we talk about those, uh, I wanted to ask you just to get started. Um, uh, how did you get started in acting? First of all, when did you get started in acting? How did how did you receive, shall we say, the call or uh, the calling mm -hmm. to be an actor? Well, um, you know. Uh... Uh, the first time I was actually asked ever to do something was in seventh grade, sixth grade. I actually I did little school plays and stuff, but I mean, to actually do something was my seventh grade teacher. And you get to choose, you know, a couple classes. And um, there wasn't drama class yet, so speech. So I took it. And uh, she talked me into, uh, because of, like you said, the personality, the aura, whatever. Mm. and uh voice and all that even then she said you be good do this and so i ended up winning the, the whole thing and, and that was seventh grade and that was the first time i ever had a thought hmm this might be a good direction after that everything else kind of got pushed to the side i thought <laughs> play one i don't have to actually do all that <laughs> so you found that you really enjoyed acting then yeah i mean i've been in play since i was five or something something mostly plays you know until my mid to late 20s okay. then it all switched to film and and then the interactive the new media cd-rom and ending up with phantas and then i did a little thing for poe and moreau last year oh that's and right yes yes another very popular game fmv game great folks and uh i was in europe in amsterdam so i did it on the computer like this with you wow and, uh, it's like, wow, that was unusual. Because F FMV is making a bit of a comeback um, from what I see. There's a company called Wales Interactive, which I believe is a British company. And they are making more FMV games and interactive uh, games. Uh, they made a game called The Complex, which was released right before COVID and uh, with really high production values. And it was really good in several other games like that. So, uh, you know, I'm delighted to see that. Um, so you started in in theater, you said in in plays, uh, and then you moved to to movies, to to films. Um, so you you appeared in films before Phantasmagoria, correct? You were already acting yeah. at that stage. <clears throat> By the time I did Phantas, I think I'd already co-starred or starred about thirty. Oh wow! So you're already experienced <laughs> at uh, that stage. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, like well. All actors, when they're moving out to Hollywood, they don't realize, you know, 5% of the movies, if that, or, you know, ever in a theater, you know, out of all the movies made. Now, then it goes, you know, classes B, C, whatever, whatever. My first one was was most definitely a 
C movie, but it was a very famous B movie director. I think he died shortly after that. It was called Monstrosity. I've never seen it. Probably was Monstrosity. <laughs> Can't say I've seen it I was living in a band. I just would drive to where the set's going to be the next day, have them knock on, wake me up. It was a lot of fun to make. Uh, you know, but come from all the theater and then, you know, really wanted to make a, a statement, your first film, you know. Mm. At that point, I didn't even realize 16 millimeter from 35 to, you know, whatever. But back then, we always, you know, we shot film. Uh, I love the digital now. Shoot. Next thing I shoot, I'm going to have four cameras shooting constantly. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, you just shot uh, whatever your short ends or whatever you had, you know, one take, you know, or uh, two occasionally. Oh, wow. Two takes if, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. It was the best practice could have had. Uh, I did an interview one time with a I think it was Hollywood Reporter, Variety, and and uh, by then I was doing a, a couple of the classes in town too, and uh, they were always just packed, standing room only. I had so much fun uh, doing that as well. But uh, one of the reporters was in the, there and watched and came up to me afterwards and said, "I've watched a lot of classes, a lot of workshops, and never seen anything like that." And uh, <laughs> I mean. That that it that's advanced a lot of if they took if they really took it and got it what you said and I said yeah I, I came to that conclusion about movie twelve thirteen fourteen <laughs> that a lot of the most of the people I'd ever studied with you know and I took lots um, but they hadn't actually done that side they hadn't actually you know, starred and don't mm. matter if it's a B movie or not yeah just know, the very like, fact that you're in movies I think uh, it's is itself at the time I think you're getting your your breaks and you're working and you're getting into those movies and building up because then you got Phantasmagoria. Well, I, on my 10 to-do list, you know, when I moved to Hollywood in a van, it was try to star in at least three movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you achieved that and then some. Yeah, yep. Uh, and one thing on the list, so that was, that was good. Uh, I had fun. I had a lot of luck. Uh, no, that's... That's, oh, but that, that's great. And did you ever go back and watch any of these movies? I know you mentioned you didn't watch uh, Monstrosity. Did you go back and watch any of the others? I can't find half of them. Uh, <laughs> fans that's a problem. We'll post something like on the YouTube or something. Mm. Uh, and it's a clip from a movie that I can't find. I don't know where they're finding them at. But uh, I've only seen like seven or eight of them. Uh, I would like to, you know, mm. because uh, it helps so so you don't mind watching yourself on screen because I believe some, some actors, they don't like watching themselves again uh, in the movie. So you don't mind watching yourself in movies? As narcissistic as I am? Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I've got a shirt that says my soulmate is David Helm. I didn't make the shirt. <laughs> I had to buy one. I don't know who made it, but I had to get one. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's, that's great. So you appeared in some movies. Uh, oh, that's so Aurora. Aurora restoration Aurora. project for anyone watching on video uh, uh, or listening. Yeah, go to Aurora restoration project. That's that's. A, I'll tell you real quick. That's a buddy of mine that uh, it said he was going to restore a boat. Then he corrected later and said ship. That was like the premier one of the three or four from the fifties, forties premier cruise liner, which there were virtually none, and then it got used for different purposes and. 
when he first sent me the pictures, it looked like the biggest rust. Just, <laughs> I just, I went, dude, I've had friends restore cars. <laughs> oh, maybe a twin engine overboard, the outboard, inboard bass boat or something, but a whole ship. Yeah. And he's doing a wonderful job. I mean, it's just incredible. So um, I know people were talking to him about doing, uh, you know, like a Netflix documentary or mockumentary, whatever it is. Oh. So, yeah, might, might help you out on that. That would be fun. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we can talk more about that later. I'll uh, be very, very curious to know if that pans out. Yeah, that's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> that's that's, that's all we get for the interview. That shirt's gone. Go to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> So nothing about Phantasmagoria then. <laughs> uh, I got costume here somewhere. Uh, oh, yes. I, I was fortunate I put it in my contract to keep my wardrobe. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the only one that ended up with that. So when I get, get to go to a Comic-Con. You can go dressed as, as Don then. You know what? Now, so I, uh, I really hadn't looked into a lot of the Comic-Cons or anything like that until recently. You know, I started a couple of invites that I couldn't make. And then I was looking and I, I was a little, um, well, it's just, uh, it's just a way I think. I mean, they, these people are charging such money. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, like $60 for a selfie. And then they're not even getting up from behind the desk. Yeah. Over the table going. <laughs> you know, unbelievable. I want to have a nice little place where I can say, come here, give me a hug or something. <laughs> so you can, and, you can uh, see them. Yeah. Uh, I said, uh, I said to um, someone's putting the press package together. I said, I, I'm 20 bucks for a selfie. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 25 for two. How about that? <laughs> and, and they said, you'll probably throw a third one in to all of them. I said, I sure might. I said, but see, that's, uh, that's reasonable. This, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it's hard to, the fans, I mean, so, such everything, you know, I, I just love it. I just want to be there around all the people. I haven't met anybody. A thousands of friends all over the freaking world. Yeah, that, that's the thing. We, we know each other online. And then, uh, you know, it was only, I was in London two weeks ago for Adventure X. And it was only then that I got to meet most people uh, on, you know, that I knew online that I got to meet them in person. And I was like, oh, so that's you in person. Which <laughs> um but uh yeah no it'd be great and uh if you do get to go to comic-con i'm sure a lot of people that are watching or listening would love to go and meet you as well so um so hopefully Good, invite me I'll, 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 I'll see if we can get you over to dublin i'd be happy to <laughs> it's on my bucket that that's that'd be great that pays for the airfare right there and i get to see ireland next yeah definitely um so then go, going back so you you said that you were into movies and then how did you, excuse me, <clears throat> yeah, excuse me, I do have a bit of a chest infection, so uh, if I do cough, I will try and put myself on mute, but... Um, you don't have to wear a mask, I'm good with that. <laughs> that's true, we're, we don't have to wear a mask, we're online, <laughs> um, but how did you first hear about Phantasmagoria, and, uh, and what appealed to you to, uh, to audition? Um, um... Well, and I only found all this out briefly, uh, recently, I mean, because um, I've had, had some help getting me, getting some things, or getting things together. And um, so in 93, um, I, I changed agents and uh, had a little yellow sticky note like this. 
that someone just found and said, what is this? And I looked at it and I said, I honestly don't even remember doing the job. <laughs> but there's a picture of me in a, like a toga, like a Greek philosopher. And it said, <laughs> Rand McNally, I think it was a two-day shoot, sag scale, whatever. Uh, and a note from my agent saying, this is 93. David, uh, Rand McNally, they, they make maps and stuff. Uh, they want you for this new media CD-ROM. I'm not sure what it is, but, you know, it's just a couple days. That's, that's how I got that job. I went, oh, okay, we'll give it a go. <laughs> just a couple of days. And then, uh, then they had a, a thing in 94 that I think was Electronic Arts. I'm not sure. Um, I'd forgotten all about doing that too, but it was a big audition thing because it was a union thing and first union SAG or something. Because Tori, uh, Victoria, and I, and Phantasmagoria, I think, were contract one and two for AFTRA. Now it's all, you know, SAG after, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. Nothing I never even realized until recently. But so, and then when Fantas came up uh, and the electronic arts or whatever that was, um, hell, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, that was a green screen with an LED suit. And, <laughs> um, Fantas, you know, uh, let's see, I was at a casino playing a slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> I had that big ass phone, you know, that's like, looks like an army guy carries. <laughs> One of those big phones that, back then. <laughs> back then, it was like 500 a month, and you didn't have signal. You couldn't go around the block without, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it looked cool. It was a pain in the ass to carry around, but I was playing a slot machine and I uh, answered the phone, and uh, it was casting director I'd worked for and a couple other pictures. I said, uh, interested in a computer game and I went a pixel character I don't even own a computer nobody <laughs> don't even know who I am I'm just gonna keep playing right now I just checked into the hotel but I went back to LA the next day and met Roberta and Victoria and Peter and Mark Mark Woods and Mark Hood and I think that was it and uh, within you know very short Alice Victoria and I clicked mm. like that yeah in, in the game, from the I've only played the first three chapters, as I told you before we start recording, because, uh, well, real life got in the way. I moved house, changed job, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I do hope to get back to it in the next couple of weeks because I'm really enjoying it. But from what I have played, the two of you have really good chemistry uh, in, in the game. Before your character, which I'm sure we'll talk about, before he uh, <laughs> gets all murderous, <laughs> shall yeah, we well, say. I didn't I didn't know how he was going to get that to that extreme um i do remember uh, roberta saying no this guy gets really crazy and i said <laughs> I, I was raised with all sisters really crazy <laughs> i could be no problem so and then when i got off the plane uh in oakhurst uh up where we shot it they built this nice studio which was like ten thousand square feet blue mm. screen it was, it was pretty amazing in fact everybody that's been ordering my book it's uh well actually i think i've done it to everybody started just to do it if they were on my friends list or forget family this is just for <laughs> fans i've been uh because i took so many photos back then you know there were no cell phones mm. so they had cameras back then you know and you bought three for 10 bucks and then you took your 24 photos you took it and they mailed it off and got two copies of each photo so i've been including a couple photos with everybody's book oh nice yeah, nobody will have these. These are on the set, making of, in makeup. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Cool little things. 
as a so it was it was all blue screen then. so you got the audition you got the part first of all were you aware of sierra or roberta williams at the time before you got the part um or was this all no. new to you no i was not and i feel ashamed to say that but no don't be no nope, i wasn't i didn't even own a computer neither did victoria yeah. i'm not uh hardly any of my friends had a computer fan well, this, this is it, you know, a lot of people, you know, now we all have computers, but uh, back in, you know, the 90s, which, um, you know, the, the olden days, <laughs> the olden days, the yeah. 1990s, <laughs> my phone now is better than the first six computers I ever owned. Uh, well, I believe that uh, the phones that we have, that there's more what gigabytes or whatever than what NASA used to get to the moon. So, that's right, that's right, there's a lot more, uh, which is, which is crazy, but, um, but yeah, so, now, I don't actually know that much about the making of the game. I was just reading more about it. Obviously, I've heard of the game and I've heard people talk about it. Um, but the, the, it sounds fascinating what Sierra did and how they, they, they made it. So this was also, there were no sets. Is that correct? It was all blue screen? Yeah. Um, I was saying, so I got off the little bitty prop plane in uh, Oakhurst mm. and um, got handed the script. Should have brought it in here but you know it's like this big it's huge yes and big it's script like, i was reading that much bigger than most hollywood screenplays <laughs> uh, yeah 130 190 pages maybe 80 um 180 um i went wow well, i said what is this about because i really <laughs> and he goes it's like the shining man you know but uh you get real possessed i went okay yeah she said i'd be getting real crazy and how, how are we doing this? He goes, play like a movie, man. And then you got to tell the girl where to go. And I thought, well, that's cool. Then I got there and there, yeah, there's no sets. There's, uh, I had the camera. My cigarettes were real. Okay. The bottle of uh, Absent Jack Daniels was real. Sometimes there's real stuff in it, but, you know, usually not. But, um, and there was a real cat, but the scenes like I'm playing with a cat, I wasn't actually holding the cat, so. The camera was real. Okay. The was real. Uh, yeah, but everything else was just uh, improv, make believe. <laughs> I, I didn't have any idea for a while at all what it was going to appear like. A few, three weeks into it, uh, Roberta and Ken took us over to the main, you know, the people making the game. Mm. We, we, we got the fun part. Uh, there was just so many people sitting at the screen there. Playing little sections, you know, and uh, then I looked and I was like, "Whoa, that's the house we're in." I was thinking, <laughs> "Big castle-like house." That's a freaking. That's a hotel. It's it's something. And actually, from playing the beginning of the game, and I'm thinking, if I see that house, I am not going into the house, let alone buying it. I am staying well away from that house. What about losing <laughs> your keys in there? I lose my keys here. <laughs> it's a massive house and very very uh strange as well it's thinking oh my god and your character don but uh adrian that house with you too you could move in and that, that's the thing that your character was being nice to to adrian and then when he moved into the house that's when everything started to go crazy <laughs> um but actually i found online a trailer for the game which shows kind of behind the scenes um show kind of oh, the blue cool. screen as well so just to give people watching the video an idea maybe what it looked like uh would you like to watch that david absolutely, yeah? absolutely. Uh, well 
let's see now uh, if I can do this. I make my damn screen bigger so I can see. Uh, oh, there if I if I can do this, uh, oh. I know you can do it. I know you can. Oh, here we go. Share screen. Uh, okay, so this will be seamless. So I'm going to share a trailer. Uh, one of the trailers for Phantasmagoria. And what interested me about the trailer was that this kind of showed a little bit of behind the scenes so people can watching can kind of uh, get an idea of what it was like. And then we can continue to talk more because I'm really fascinated how you guys managed to film this and the direction you got uh, mm. from Roberta and the director. But uh, here is a trailer, hopefully uh, the correct trailer of, uh, of Phantasmagoria with behind Whoa. the scenes footage. So... Uh, hopefully it will work, so please enjoy. trailer um they didn't even have footage of me yet no yeah that's, i forgot to mention that <laughs> uh but we saw so for people listening uh we saw the first trailer and part of the trailer we saw what it was like to film behind the scenes with the blue screen we saw uh victoria but adrian in front of a mirror the mirror seemed real but then everything else uh which is putting makeup on that seemed real or at least the prop was real but everything else the walls and everything uh, was just put in afterwards. And I was, I was reading that Sierra built a studio 
mm-hmm. for that game, which I mean, I think that's unheard of <laughs> that to spend. Uh, and I think they, I don't know, I think the budget was about 800,000. It ended up costing them 4.5 million. Mm-hmm. And I, I was reading that that caused some friction between Roberta and Ken Williams. That uh, Ken was, I believe, like, uh, how long is, how much is this going to cost us? But um, I, I mean, what I love is that Sierra you know, took these risks because something like that, if that had been a flop, it could have really ended the company, but it turned out to be a huge success. It could have ended the company. It really could have. Could have been like Heaven's Gate, but... Um, Roberta, Roberta was great. Um, I was looking at my script recently. I'm, you know, when I maybe go to a Comic-Con, uh, I'll maybe make a couple copies because uh, hers is in a museum. I got mine and... Uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, fortunately, I got I got some storyboards because all this stuff was destroyed. Oh, just put a dumpster and burnt. I, Ken Williams told me that some of the employees went dumpster diving trying to salvage <laughs> some things. Um, but I found yeah, like six storyboards out of one section, and that's the only ones I know of that exist. And that museum's one of my costume and and uh, script, but. I didn't want to stick them somewhere where I couldn't mm. put them on and go trick or treating. <laughs> so, so what was it like? So then filming, and you said that you uh, everything afterwards. Uh, you're told uh, what was the direction that you were given then? So were you able? Did they say, "Well, this is a big house, and this is how your character is, and this is the walls are here, and just anything"? So how did they help you? Did you have like a what we is couldn't it? Couldn't see the could you yeah, see anything? Yeah, like uh, in that trailer, the rendition of what it actually mm. looked like. All we got, you know, for a good little while, all I ever saw was the blue, blue paneling, blue this. This is a bathroom. This is a, you know, uh, to both of us, they said, wait, okay, wait a minute. Step left because you're in the ballroom. ballroom. Now <laughs> you're in the baby's room. Baby's room. <laughs> um. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Roberta, she was great. She knew, she knew what she wanted, uh, and it was just a, she was wonderful to work with. Um, it was one of the funnest jobs I think for both Victoria and I. Definitely. I wish, uh, you know, well, it's just like the first movies. You know, you do. Wish you knew a little more more then. Mm. But I didn't even know, you know, what it was going to look like on the screen. You know, play of course, it. yeah. If I tried to play it right now. I'm sure I would kill myself over and over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh... the script out going. What do I do? <laughs> well, David, uh, well, first of all, in the chat, David Watts. Hello, David. Uh, another David. Uh, he said, David seems like he'd be a laugh to hang out with. Uh, he means you, <laughs> I, I presume, unless he's talking about himself, which I don't think he is. But, um, I, I agree. Um, but and if, but if anybody in the chat has any questions for David here about your time as a, you know as an actor in Phantasmagoria about your book, which we'll get on to, uh, please put them in the chat, and I'll be happy to put them to you. Are um, they uh, typing questions to you that you can see, or um... yes, uh, on the YouTube link? Oh, cool. Cool, cool, um, cool. So I will definitely I will read them out if uh, anybody has any questions. But okay. uh, so speak now or forever hold your silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, let's see. Look, I'm always trying to. I'm still learning this new phone. I love it. Still learning it, but 
I wonder if I can go from here to WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. And let uh, people know you're online. <laughs> well, Tess, she wrote such a great interview. Let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. There we go. I think there we go. Well, just keep asking while I'm trying to. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, no, I mean, take, take your time, first of all. But then, so I imagine that you were saying that you were told what to do and that it was a lot of fun. Uh, was it challenge? So you went from working on in the theater and movies and now this interactive uh, video game. Uh, was it challenging with a huge script as well and with all of, with just a blue screen? Uh, would you would you have liked to have been on a real set, or did you enjoy working on the blue screen using your imagination uh, with Victoria? It was How fine. It was uh, well, it was hard. I mean, it was uh, it got. Uh, no, I just didn't know what uh, it looked like and all that right at first. And then, uh, no, we had so much fun. Um, and Roberta really let us, you know, let us, you know, try. Because uh, this was pretty experimental even for them, mm. you know. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Sometimes they had cameras dollying and twirling down and this and that. And uh, where the guys were all at, there's was a downstairs with 15 monitors and looked like an airport terminal. Or, <laughs> you know. And then there were guys up in the glass booth and they were all... Uh, their their thing so it was uh it was it was really neat imagine uh what they could do now with i mean things have come along so so much technologies i mean it's just going crazy Roberta and them i think are doing a game where you got to wear the virtual the, headset vr yes colossal cave adventure it's um and now they're working in vr yes which... well um i probably know three people that have vr at the moment so i'm sure you know um i need to get one I'm sure a lot of people have it because, like I said, the, when I started doing Fantas, I don't think Victoria had a computer. I know I didn't. I, you know, uh, I well, just, I mean, uh, it's still old school then. The, the Williams have always been experimenting, kind of ahead of their time. So maybe yes. the VR will be the same. Um, so I, I might get one after the game is released as well. We shall see. Um, and so, so then when you got the script, now I haven't got that far yet, but from what I've read, there were some controversial parts in the game and with your character, there was, uh, very bloody scenes. And I believe there is a, a rape scene as well involving your character. Uh, did you guys have any concerns or were you, did you, were you spoken to about it by Roberto Williams Absolutely. To, about to, to help you guys? Cause I can, especially for, um, for a video game at the time to include these scenes, um, it would have been controversial back then. So did she talk to you guys to help, um, to help assure you guys or anything, or did you do any practice or anything? Um, she uh she definitely let us know that this was gonna have some consequences that mm. this was uh way outside the boundary of you know oh, i guess what had been done up to then but you know um uh, the rape scene um the brutality of it and i hate rape uh, the brutality mm. of it you know uh is what stands out to me because now you watch any network channel at night not Netflix, um, not Amazon, just network TV and, and <laughs> 10 times more than what that was. Roberta mm. wouldn't even let me show my butt. I had such a few foot in. So we're shooting from behind. It's going to be controversial anyway. And, but we didn't get to do that. So I kept my boxers. 
Okay. <laughs> and was it actually you and Victoria? Or did you have any doubles or? No, everything was us. Oh, okay. And 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 so then with the and with the blood with the bloody with the violent scenes as well, because uh, I just saw some scenes. I sort of got the ferry, but it's online with where your face is covered in blood um, as well. Uh, how, how did they do that? Was the, obviously the blood, I'm sure, wasn't real, but how did they go about making? Was it all computer generated and they put it on after? Or no, 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 no. The makeup was all real, real. Um, uh, she made a prosthetic, you know, rubber prosthetic. And uh, I pretty much had it torn up by the end of the shoot, which actually worked, I guess, for that as well. But yeah, she made prosthetics. The makeup was makeup was real. Cigarettes were real. Costumes were real. Mm. Um, the couch I'm laying there drunk on with a bottle. The bottle was there, but the, it wasn't a couch. It was just a blue piece of board I was laying on. So it was kind of cool to see it, you know, uh, what it really looked like, you know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very cool. And how was it to, to like, I mean, you said you were in some horror movies before, but for your character to go crazy <laughs> later on when you're possessed how was it was was it a lot of fun to do to it was, uh, it was go it out was there a, as an actor <laughs> it was a blast you know um i i just uh it felt you know so big to me you know and then the uh, director and uh, roberta would say uh bigger i'm like bigger <laughs> it's gonna be shrunk down and i was like oh i didn't have that concept um because I did a movie, The Channeler, I thought that's about as crazy as I was ever going to have that. <laughs> you know, and uh, that was a movie I, I got got offered, but I didn't know what channeling was. So, you know, back then you went to Tower Video and you rented a video <laughs> on whatever. And I watched people doing channeling and went, wow, okay. Probably looked like me when I was on Shrooms at one point. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that was actually a pretty good, pretty good little movie, though. Shrooms, yeah. And, uh, no, the Chandler. Oh, the Chandler. Shrooms were great. Yeah, they were great too. But no, the Chandler. That was a good movie. That was a fun movie. But I thought that was crazy. So, uh, Fantas definitely went way beyond that. So, 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 yeah. So you seem to have done quite a bit of uh, of horror movies, I, I believe, in in your career. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Um, what, is this something that appeals to you? Do you like uh, horror? Um, do horror movies, or do you like watching horror movies? I just, uh, I just like to. Uh, I just worked, you know. Um, and then I guess I got into a little vein there mm. uh, with the horror films because you know we have one director knows another production company. You know that's how a lot of the jobs came after you get rolling, and uh, it was fun. Uh, I thought I'd be doing a lot more comedy because I'm really funny. <laughs> you <I> are. <laughs> From the little that I'm speaking with you, that's you. And I imagine you might you might be good at doing stand-up or impressions. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to do a lot of impressions and stand-up. I did a couple cruise ships to perform on those. Uh, uh, but that, you know, it, was, it got boring. But it was mm. fun. I got to work with um, Red Rip Torn, Rip Taylor. He had a rubber chicken. Man, I him. <laughs> So I got to be the opening act for him on a cruise ship. Which oh, was, nice. Yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. I only had to do like 15 minutes twice a night. And he and I got to be so funny. And uh, the crowd was old. So I did a lot of impressions. Kennedy and, you know, uh, just 
I got some of my mom and dad's old comedy albums, Woody Woodbury, and I don't know who these people, Bill Cosby, way, way back, you know, and I just mm. basically took some of their jokes <laughs> and played the voice. And so by the end of the cruise, I was I was out there for an hour on stage and he didn't care. Oh, nice. They're, yeah. They're having fun. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess with horror and comedy, they can sometimes go hand in hand. Um, that, you know, in our truly, you know, Hor- horrific moments sometimes we laugh uh, at least you know you know i i do sometimes right. and um and, and i guess you know when, when i'm playing the game you know i'm kind of like laughing a little bit because i'm thinking oh well this is creepy but i'm kind of laughing like kind of i'm nervous nervous laughter that i'm like oh you know when your character got possessed and i was like oh well i mean i know that things happen i was like oh this is not going to be good <laughs> Bad things are good. By the way, we should mention in the game, it's uh, I felt sorry for your character for Don because you bought the house for yourself. Well, your character bought the house for yourself and Adrienne. And um, <laughs> it wasn't your fault that you got possessed. Adrienne was the one who opened that. Yes, house. it was her fault. She uh, should be the one possessed. Art imitates life, doesn't it? Yes. My sisters so. are going to kill me. Yes, art imitates life. Um, but th- how was it then on set in between takes? You know, were you guys a little bit method? You know, was she were you really trying to scare in between takes or were you friends on set? You know, were you I'm always playing around. I'm always yeah, I'm, I can <laughs> I'm always goofing around. I it can imagine so, like, so chill. Um and uh you know, I was so used to doing uh you know those B movies just uh you know, and you got 18 days to 24 days and shoot everything. And so that, that gave me, uh, that helped a lot because I was very used to quick setups, uh, very disciplined, get it mm. on the first shot kind of thing that, uh, that helped a lot with that as well. And then Victoria, she was great to work with Roberta, Peter, the director. Um, and he came from film, um, mm. which I've just been doing the most of, uh, you know, at that time. So, uh, that helped a lot too. It's just like a movie, Davis. Just like a movie. Mm. So that's what they told you, and kind of, uh-huh. uh, it, it was game form. <laughs> like... Or a kind of interactive movie, which and and actually with the uh, you know we, you mentioned some of the props to read, but then with the blue screen, what I'm wondering <clears throat> was there any times when any of your uh, did you ever walk through a wall? If you were walking, did Roberto ever say, no, David, that's a wall there. Yeah. <laughs> you're walking through. A lot, time. Of time. <laughs> a lot of times. You know, we had to, uh, we did not rehearse the rape scene. I did not want to. Uh, and uh, I, well, Victoria and I discussed it and I said, I'd, I'd rather not rehearse it. Let's just right. do it. Let it go. And uh, I, I have a, you know, we talked about the limit or, you know, I said, I am not going to go real far. I mean, uh, I'll make mm. it like violent and mm. quick. Like my usual sex life. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> totally, totally joke. Total joke. But um, so, you know, and there was no sink and all that. There was that board. And so uh, we had to do a little bit of that to see how far the board would push. So the bathroom wall wasn't moving. Um, and then got to where we had to get right up against it but not any weight on it so you know that discipline was kind of fun to do Um, and uh, the other thing about the rape scene is you know that's nothing now and yeah uh, yeah really I'm just pissed I didn't get to show my ass 
<laughs> well, ho ho hopefully in the future, it would be very nice. No, I'd have to buy a new ass now. I mean, well, we just have a comment here from uh, Nicole Etter uh, on YouTube, and she said uh, it was cool to see glimpses of the making of the game behind the scenes in the trailers and to hear insight from David into the game's creation. The soundtrack to the game is fantastically creepy. Yes, there is a full choir, I believe. Uh, so thank you, Nicole. Um, Thank you, Nicole. Yes. Uh, so, um, have you have you played the game yourself? Did you play the game yourself afterwards? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, oh, we well, didn't play it. Victoria and I didn't play it for a long time, a year probably. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we had six months of like PNR, PR, and stuff, and then, mm. uh, uh, you know, we uh, neither of us it didn't dawn on either of us uh, the levity of what we had just done or were doing. I mean, mm -mm. hell, it was something cool, something outside. Um, you know, really got to like Roberta and. Uh, I only met Ken twice during that time. Um, Roberta was just great, though. I was looking at all the songs, because her notes are in red in my script, and Peter's are in blue, and mine are in black, and there's some highlights and stuff, but it's fun reading back over the notes. I can, I can imagine. Roberta, I think a lot of people would be interested in that, because, uh, I mean, she really was you know, directing as well. Right. <laughs> Right. We laughed so much on that set. Uh, you know, we, we just had tears coming down our face. <laughs> you never think that with all the gore and this and that. And, but, but you know, yeah. I, I, I have read that, that with other, you know, horror movies or games or whatever, that's, you know, on screen, it can be really violent. But then off screen in between takes, uh, people are just having a great time. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to remember, there's, there's a whole bunch of people standing, you know, so close. To, right. Than what you're doing uh and so what what did what did you think then when you played the game back um did it bring back any memories or was it what you expected uh um, i have nightmares now about it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was it was fun um i haven't played it live yet i know victoria did recently on the conversations with curtis uh, with paul yes yes i uh i, I popped in on a couple of just watch and uh she remembered as much as i did because <laughs> uh, i haven't played it live yet i'm gonna do that soon coming up probably for a charity oh nice uh, yeah i was supposed to uh start off the children's miracle network last year and you know and that was right in the middle of all the hospital stuff so this cool. year I'm gonna get out of the house. Finally, I can and just uh, do a little work, other than through the computer. <laughs> mm, okay. And I would love to be around all the fans. There's so many. Uh, that's why I wrote the book. Yes, um, which we, we will get to because when I be I believe it was another actor. I don't know. Might have um, uh, another actor in an FMV game. Can't can't remember exactly because. Me? It could have been Dean Erickson, maybe Gabriel Knight. Uh, uh, I think when he said, or maybe, I mean, it might not be him, but someone said that, you know, for them, it was a job at first. That's okay, we're going to do make this interactive video game. 
And it's still 25 years later, people are talking about it, that there's a lot of, you know, really passionate fans out there. So how do you feel now that um, just 25 or 30 years later, that people are still talking about this game that you starred in and talking about your work, you know, your role in it, um, just just as much now nowadays. How how did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, it seems to be more now than than ever. And I never met so many or talked to so many. I've mm. met them. Uh, so many people. You know, some of these interviews that were fifteen and sixteen and twelve. And uh, <laughs> one of the oldest people I've known is playing the game right now. Jesus, I'm like. Wow, you had really good parents, or, or yeah, or are you really good or really bad? Babysitter or something? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when I do play it live, uh, it's so long, you know. So mm. I just I don't know how it'll work. I like the way Victoria and them did. I think they did five or six weeks in a row, you know, or whatever. yeah, yeah. In in so maybe installments with the chapters. But I was, you know, watching a little bit of that, and yep, I would have killed myself there and there. And <laughs> there were a couple of times I jumped out when I didn't even realize I couldn't remember. Yeah, of course. What was coming up. So, yeah, well, maybe, you know, the company just got bought. The rights yeah, were uh, uh, astronomical, well, they were asking. And mm. uh, yes, with Microsoft, would you be, I mean, I believe, uh, I mean, I haven't got there, but I believe that uh, your character didn't have a good end, I believe. Um, but <laughs> if, there, if there was a way to bring your character back, and if you're it's asked to, business. Everybody, everything comes back. Absolutely. I mean, Marvel movies know that the characters died, really. Um, Freddy Krueger's back on his eighth visit now, I think. <laughs> yeah, and, and Halloween, how many times has, uh, has the character died? <laughs> the final. The final. The real final. So if, if you were told, uh, David, you know, if, if Roberto Williams was saying, I'm making Phantasmagoria 3, or if they're they're going to remake Phantasmagoria 3 and they wanted you to come back. Uh, would you, well, what would you say? Would you be interested or have you uh, done it already? Uh, of course or? I would. Of course <laughs> I would. Uh, I mean, if Roberta said it, I mean, Sam, <laughs> I've had about, you know, at least 20 people in the last, you know, 10 years, you know, send messages, they're going to do this and do that. Uh, and, uh, and nothing uh, happens. Until I found out, you know, how many millions they wanted for the rights alone. Um, but now that's changed so who knows what you know yeah who, who knows all i did was fall through the floor <laughs> i think well you were lucky because you got to work with roberta and then from phantasmagoria 2 i don't believe roberta made that game Nothing. yeah uh, and, and again the people involved in that game were great as well but you know d roberta williams you got to work with her wonderful wonderful people on that one too but you know they had sets and uh mm. and uh even more money to work with. Uh, <laughs> uh, plus great, great people. Mm. Have, but yeah, have, have, have you kept in contact with any of the people you worked with on Fantasmagoria, Fantasmagoria like Roberta or Victoria or any of the other people as well? So. Uh, yeah. yeah, yep, yep. Cool. All of them that are still alive pretty much. Yeah, no, that's that's great that you kept in touch that this is a special project. Now, as you mentioned, as we mentioned, this was such a special project for you that you wrote a book about it. Um, so I uh, wanted to ask you about it because this I find fascinating. Now, well, so I'll, I'll <clears> let you tell us what, what it's about and, and what it is. Uh, so it's Awake I Dream, I believe. You, you showed it there before. 
Yes, here. I can't see what I'm holding up here. Yeah, no, we can see it. Wake I Dream, Dream. by David Lee Home. So yeah. what, what exactly is the, is the book then? Um, it's uh, basically, it really is a, a, a uh, just a, a clever thank you to the to the fans because I had written some of it, like, uh, and it was character work I was doing, and we were like two months into shooting or something, and so I was thinking how Don was thinking because surely he's you know not crazy all the time, <laughs> he does have rational moments uh, uh, or flashback and forth like towards the end, mm. and so I'd written a few few of these. At that time, and then, uh, of course, you know, we just uh, we didn't. Um, I didn't know, you know, when they first delivered these huge box of fan letters, we didn't even realize, you know, what what was what was going on, <laughs> what was really going on. <clears throat> so, I wanted to thank the fans because, I mean, they just been wonderful. I mean, I got so many friends that I've never met in my life. No, oh, that's great. <laughs> I mean, really nice, really cool, really. Really neat, you know. I got letters from some. One of the letters is included in the book, and um, you know, she had terminal cancer, and oh. her parents bought her the game, and she just said, "I just got so into it, and it released endorphins, and uh, that's you know, all these years later, she's married with a family and everything now." So mm. I had to, I had to include that letter because you know, I, I saw that like at eleven o'clock one night, and I was sitting there going, "What?" Your eyes were so blue, and it really helped me to. I was like, "Damn, yeah, damn." You just don't know, you know. Uh, and uh, a lot of different stories, but uh, what little effect you might have had on someone, even playing a crazy guy like that. <laughs> yeah, that's at, at the time you probably had no idea the effect that it was going to have on on people, even 25, 30 years later, that people writing those letters. That feels like I oh, wish crazy. I would taken my entire salary, I guarantee you Victoria does too, taken our entire salary and stock. <laughs> Would have made four times what we made actually making the movie. Sure. Well, I mean, hindsight is a great thing. If we go back in time and put our money into, well, Sierra or uh, Microsoft or, or anything like that. But um, but no, it, it's great It's great to, to hear that. So you wrote this book. So it's a book, it's a book of poetry from the point of view of the character Don Gordon, as he's going, yeah, as he goes through this uh, journey, yeah, that's a fascinating idea. Did, did you speak with uh, Roberta or Victoria when you were writing this book or anything, or was it just uh, was it all uh, you? No, not. Uh, I got a message that Roberta really, really liked the book. I have. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Victoria had read a couple. She read. Uh, I've been writing for a long time. She read some of the scripts I wrote, different things, and. I just uh, never pushed it because uh, I didn't think about it until it mm. was 2016, 17, uh, somewhere around there. Uh, it was really pointed out all these you know, thousands of fans and they just, and I had so much fun, you know, I'd talk with them. They definitely knew much more about everything than I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, then I thought I, this would be cool because the, the real fans of the game, the Hardcore. Um, that's why I think the reviews have been so nice because it's you know it's you can't read it just once, and if you haven't played the game and read it, um, be going this guy. What the hell? <laughs> well, just, I didn't just, just get an Uber and leave that house long ago. 
Well, well, before uh, before I ask you to read uh, some of the poetry, some of the expert from the book, just to some of the reviews I'm seeing here, you know, some of the titles, I won't go through all of them, we don't have time to go through all of them, but, uh, you know, here it says, five stars, a great writer tapping into life. Uh, another five stars, dark, beautiful, and fantastic with a PHA. <laughs> um, uh, five stars, can't put down book of poetry. Five stars, tripping one man's psyche. And five stars, superb book written by a talented and wonderful person. And it goes on. <laughs> it goes, and it's not just one person that's saying this. And this is on Amazon that I'm reading and then Goodreads as well. So it's wow. uh, clearly a lot of people are, it's really having an effect on them. I'm going to have to, uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look at uh, Amazon. I haven't read, read them for a while. Yeah, it's what should do to wonders yeah. for self-confidence because. Yeah. Well, it's funny, was uh, <clears throat> this is during the uh, pandemic year, you know, we're all trapped inside. And and so uh, that's when I started, in, you know, doing a little Instagram. Uh, and, mm, uh, yes, I follow you on Instagram. So, yeah, I, I just, uh, I've been very picky on Facebook and Instagram, just uh, people, because I'm, you know, it's just too much work to know who's who and uh, who's a hacker and who's not and, you know. Um, and some dodo head keeps posting on, I guess it's YouTube, something, uh, you know, worth $20 million, worth $22 million, worth $4 million. I mean, just all this crazy stuff people post. I'm like, yeah, wow. Wow. I wonder what they know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know what, what you've done already quite a lot but um would you like to and i will let you choose if you wish would you like to uh, uh read well, uh, a section of your book a, a poem or two for people yeah, watching and or listening afterwards one of the best reviews was out of ireland that was just a couple weeks Ooh, ago wow that's uh <laughs> and i cannot for the life of me find the damn <laughs> thing god Hmm. Well, shoot. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Let's see. I might have turned some light on, I guess. Let's see. You haven't seen the book yet, right? No, I, I haven't had the chance, but I will be I will be ordering it. I will be reading it. So I want to play the game and then read the book as well. Well, why don't we uh why don't we do this? Why don't we um I'll send you one and I'll send oh, an extra one. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get off the air. Sure, that's very kind of you. One that you can uh, give as a Christmas present to somebody you don't like, or uh, <laughs> or uh, or uh, give it away to who's listening, you know, on your YouTube channel, whatever you want to do. Oh well, that that's very very kind of you, David. Thank you. Uh, I'll just I'll sign the front of one, but you know, then yours as well. But then I'll put it to you personalized inside. No, oh, thank you. It goes off when when we get off air. And, sure, and sure, we can. We can discuss that's very kind of you because that that's actually and i think people can can hear this as well one of the first when you know we start chatting on facebook and the first thing that i got from you was and i and i swear that i'm being honest here is your kindness that you're a very good person i'm not just saying it to butter you up because you wish me a happy birthday without us knowing each other you took the time and i know some people might be like well that's you know not a big thing but i always look for the, kind of these gestures as well that are kind of real and genuine and I was just taking inter interaction that, yeah, you're a real genuine person. So thank you. I talk um, to everybody you, direct, you know, yeah. I, I love it. 
You know, yeah, and, um, and I've heard from people who've interacted with you as well that they've all said the same thing. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, that's this that's a, a mushy moment. <laughs> when that first, well, thank you for that. It's it's very kind. When, that, when the first, uh, when I was invited to that first uh, Comic Con thing. I really hadn't looked into it at all. And I said, oh, well, I've got my costume. They said, that's right. And I said, <laughs> walk around. I'd love to walk around to see all the fans. And but no, 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 you, you be scheduled, you know, you'll be an hour and a half here, you know, to do oh. this. Time. But I thought I was just gonna be walking around everywhere. Because uh, I would get a, such a kick out of that. Just yeah, talking to everybody. Absolutely. Well, well, hopefully. Um, now, if, if you don't, would, would you like to read an excerpt from the book, oh, one, yeah, of, one of the poems, yeah. <laughs> just for people listening or watching who haven't uh, read the book or just because I've, I've listened to you on other podcasts or interviews, and it's really, really great when you get to read them as well. So uh, whichever poem you, you wish. Um, I, well, let me first uh, say uh, another, just I can't thank him enough, Rodrigo, uh, the artist who illustrated my book. It uh, really just it blows my mind, blows my mind. He's got a nice bio back here. He and I are going to do our first interview together in Brazil. Oh, wow. Um, week or so. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's a big following in Brazil. A lot of nice people. Uh, people send me pictures of their kids when they're getting born and this and that. And I mean, they're, some of them are in college now and I'm like... Wow. Oh, you know, yeah. It's part of the family, you know, because I talk direct and, yeah, you know, I'll just send a private message and I never even knew what catfishing, see, I didn't know what all that was. So, you know, there was a few times people would be like, this can't be you. you. <laughs> this can't be D. David. No, it's me. Why? Is this a catfish? I'm like, catfish. What is a catfish? <laughs> a fake person. <laughs> nope, I'm real. Uh, you know, and then it's just funny the reaction. Yeah. Okay. This one. Uh, see the the artwork is just. Oh yeah, it's really good. And all he had was the titles. Uh, he, he didn't actually have the words, but that one is "I Seem to Love You," and it's just neat. It's like the you know in the womb with the two to the brain and the. I, I'm just blown away, but uh, I seem it's fantastic. Yeah, sorry. I seem to love you, a person whose smile makes me forget, whose arms hold me tight on our crazy journey, helping me touch what means the most to me to protect. I celebrate the world when I know we can be alone, just the two of us in our empty, naive world. And then, I mean, you could have done a better. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and all you had was a title. Unbelievable, but uh, yeah, you know, and, and we've been friends for a long time. I, 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 don't, I don't even say fans anymore. I've known these people, most of a lot of them, for 10 years or more. I mean, I know them better than my cousins now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're so interacting they're, with them more, probably, I imagine. They're, they're yeah, they're friends. Well, um, yeah, it's been a good amount of book sales lately, too. And just uh, fantastic. I can't believe this. Uh, I only had one, knock on wood, probably going to jinx it. Well, I only had one um, person that said it was okay. <laughs> and that person's not even in the game. He's not even a gamer. Give me a break. Right, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have you, 
have have you heard from anyone uh, who hasn't played Phantasmagoria or what they thought? But if... yes, um, most of them, you know, took a couple readings, but they read the prologue, so it, it sets right. it up. Tells why I wrote it, but they still had to go back through. And then now there's a number of them that said, "Now I'm playing the game," and, and that's, wow, that's great. That's what I was going to ask you. Then have have people said that they wanted to play the game after reading the book? But they have. Uh, yeah, it's inspired some of them. Um, but like I said, half of them I've been talking to, you know, on these interviews, and they're like, how, how, how old are you? Well, I was 14 when I first played it. Okay. A little bit, <laughs> little bit young, but... Uh, yeah, notes. but you turn on network TV, and I mean... And now it's... Nothing. Yep. Even the gore and stuff. And uh, it's, But back, it, back then, that was put with... Roberta pushed all the boundaries and, uh, you know, worked in school. It, uh, yeah, she she was very brave because, as, as you mentioned, it could have ended the company, but uh, it actually, you know, was a huge hit and a really big game at the at the time. So people are still talking about it. So clearly it worked uh, for people. Yeah, um, uh, I didn't I'm, even know the true numbers until, you know, just about seven months ago or so, you know, when I was talking with, Canterbury and others, you know, and found out some of the the real the true numbers. I mean, I kept all the clippings, you know, we, it was this everywhere, New York Times and Time Magazine and People Magazine and Interactive Magazine and Wired and Weird and World and <laughs> everything. We did so many. And I, I kept a copy of everything. I wish I'd have kept more, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, of course, at the time. I, um, uh, I was glad I put my costume in there. Um, I suppose it, it's really good if you had it. You were able to think ahead to put it in your contract uh, that you were keeping the, you know, the the costume and everything that just in case it's successful. And it turned out that it was. There was a. I can't remember. A, I don't know if it's Kathy Crosby was it, or maybe Eric Estrada. I don't know. It was, it was somebody I was doing something with, and uh, this is like a. 10, 12th movie along the way, and they said, you know what? Uh, what you, you're doing is like, uh, trying to keep your costume. No, studios won't let you. I think yeah. when I guest started on JAG, they gave me the socks. <laughs> Which is something, I At guess. Least I got something, you know. <laughs> not not uh, the costume. Well, right. right. Uh, Drew Carey, I got to keep the leather headband or something. I don't, I don't remember uh, different things, but you know, most of the studios and stuff you know, get to keep anything. Right, but yeah. In the movies, and so that's what I, you know, so I knew to earlier, earlier on, because uh, later Victoria says, ah, how'd you get to keep your costume? I said, I put it in there. <laughs> I just, uh, thank goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure like. she, I'm sure she was thinking, well, I wish I thought of that. Well, <laughs> uh, she probably didn't want to wear that pink shirt. and Yeah, pants. she wore all through the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well see you know those backups she's got three four of those pink shirts and <laughs> whatever but her, her and i we we pretty much it was pretty physical you know mm. uh, we pretty much tore up everything and it, and it's it how long did it take you to film phantasmagoria to uh to work on it uh you know i don't i don't remember exactly months uh, well they were working on it for a couple of years i read but yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they must have started that's way a long, long yeah. process. You know, yeah, and when I saw all those uh, 
computer technicians, nerd, nerds, uh, you know, just doing their little sections. It really made me go, wow, it's like having 100 editors on your film working every day, you know. Sort of wow, yeah, yeah. It's a huge, yeah. huge project. And and then back to your, your book, Dan, Awake I Dream, where can people find the book? Where can people get the book? Or where's the best place? Uh, well, on Amazon, of course. It's on Amazon, yes. I think it's... And then for a, a signed copy, which is, uh, is about all I've been doing lately, which is kind of cool. I got like 14 going out after Thanksgiving. I guess that'll be Monday. Um, they're just going all over the world. I mean, they're just all all over the place. And I feel, wow. yeah, it's just like taking those selfies at the comic. I feel bad because, uh, you know, it's 25 for a signed copy. I think it's about the same unsigned on Amazon. Uh, but the postage, you know. I can imagine the shipping. There, like, I'm like, well, the book's 25, you postage, because I always take it and make sure it's exact, whatever it is. Mm. And it's like 1960, you know, or eighteen dollars i'm like Fuck, or, you know i'll split the posters with you and they're like, you don't have to do that this is just the way i am i'm, just, I'm bad they're paying the post which is there for the book so then i decided i will put some extra goodies in and i've actually been doing that pretty much from the beginning oh that's very kind of you again <laughs> you mentioned that's uh i'm sure people appreciate it yeah i like to stick them in the book so you know they're they're into it and all of a sudden there's a photo and it's uh, uh Victoria and I on set with the director and Roberta or something or makeup. Lovely, yeah. Something. Something like that. Uh kind of like a hide and seek treasure treasure thing. <laughs> but I really want to thank Ricardo again. And I'm looking forward to our interview. Uh, yeah. because uh, it made the book come to life. So are, you, are you going to Are you going to Brazil with uh, is it Rodrigo or Ricardo? Uh, yeah, Frederick. Uh, I'm not going to Brazil. We're doing a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if it's live uh, or what it is yet. Um, yeah, he's and he teaches children, you know, art, which is uh, I taught children uh, acting, you know, and had more fun with them than I did the adults because you know the kids, you got to be honest. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. They you'll lose them so quick, um, <laughs> you know. So it takes a lot of. A special person to be able to you know teach like that um yep uh brazil is also on my list it might be before ireland it might be after after well know. we should we shall see so if people wanted to sign copy is that true uh your website or yeah they can uh i usually have them send me an email uh, okay that way i can find out where they're at uh, you know and a couple of them have wanted to sign a copy of a game uh, you know i got a few of those or or else a couple books or you know so i can find out exactly what they want and where they're at and then can tell them you know what where to okay. get it there so and it's the email i gave you right david lee home one at gmail.com okay so if people wanted to sign copy, that's very good that's for sign copy otherwise you can go to amazon and get it there right uh well fantastic uh what i've kept you a long time here uh oh really uh, yeah (laughs) well no i mean for me the time has gone by quickly um but i don't want to keep you too long (laughs) um it is thanksgiving yeah uh, we are recording on thanksgiving of all days as well so what i thank i give thanks to you for uh, giving me your time (laughs) 
I'm going to make me a BLT or a grilled cheese and uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I'll go up to the hospital and read some more to my mom. Yeah. No, well, that's and again, that's that's very uh, good of you. But uh, is there anything else that you would like to to mention before we finish up? Uh, to any anybody watching, any of the fans of the game, or anybody in particular, or anybody listening uh, afterwards? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I'm sure there is. As soon as we're off, I'll think about twenty things. <laughs> I don't, I'll get my Adderall refilled until tomorrow or uh, Monday. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My miracle, my miracle. Um, are you will you put the email address somewhere? Yeah, there? I will put. I bet I will put your email uh, and Amazon link uh, in the show notes and in the description uh, on YouTube in case people watch the interview there, so people can right. uh, check those out. And if they want to get in touch with you, uh, they can. Uh, so I'll put your your which is David Lee Home One at gmail.com, Yes. Right. Um, uh, well. Yeah, well, look, I, I hope that we keep in contact. Uh, if you do come to Ireland, of course, uh, we'll have to meet. And I still have to go to uh, to Texas. I've always wanted to visit. Uh, so I will, of course, let you know. And um, Wonderful. and yeah, no, you're one of the people I've, I've wanted to have on the podcast. And so now that's off, well, that's that's off the bucket list. Yeah, and cool. uh, I will be talking more about Phantasmagoria once I can finish it. And uh, yeah, it'd be cool having other people from uh, from the game, from both of them on this podcast. I'll see if they would like to appear, Victoria and Paul, at some point as well. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. And uh, yourself as well. And sorry, is there, is there anything, are, are you doing anything in, in future now? Are you writing yeah, any more books say, uh, or are you uh, involved in any other games or anything at yeah, all? If you're... I, I had a, a couple of games that wanted me to do a little voiceover for them and I, I apologize, you know, they know who they are. I apologize. It was just no way I could focus and do it, even mm. though it was you know, going to be pretty much you know simple thing through the computer. And then uh, I definitely going to do a couple more movies. Uh, I'm just being really picky. I bid well uh, quantity in the early days, and so uh. I'm just doing quantity. It's quality now uh, over quantity. You know, absolutely. Uh, I don't have that much time to do stuff anyway, so I just want to make it something good. And I love doing movies, so I do a little of that talking. I'm gonna host a show. I just heard about about Merle Haggard. Uh, that's gonna be like a live 1940s production, you know, where the band's on the stage and the Foley artists on <laughs> ding dong, you know, you know all that and MC that thing. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, cool, and a bunch of uh, this other stuff. I just can't remember it all. So, cool. so you're busy, not busy enough, never busy <laughs> enough. This is when I get my prescription money, I'm being ready to get much more busy. <laughs> uh, well, I hope to see you in uh, in some games in the future. Well, well, whatever you want to do as well, I have to check out some of those movies. Um, so, um, so yeah, so well, a huge, huge thank you, David, for to speak to me it's been an absolute delight i haven't noticed the time go by pleasure's uh, all could, mine all i could mine. talk I to you really for hours <laughs> hopefully we can in the future either in our right. or maybe at a comic con somewhere um who knows um thanks. so and thank you those of you uh, thank you david and nicole 
for your comments and anybody else who's watching us live. And uh, thank you for listening to us in the future. Thank you as well. So that was my interview with David Lee Holm. I hope you all enjoyed it. And once again, a huge, huge thank you to David for agreeing to speak to me. Uh, it was really a wonderful experience um, speaking with him. And uh, and also, you can check out the game and also check out his book as well, which is available on Amazon and uh, I'm sure it's on the major uh, online bookstores as well. That has gotten some really good reviews. And from what I read of it, I've really enjoyed it as well. So, uh, um, yeah, so that is it for this month's interview, I hope. Again, everyone enjoyed it and we'll be back again with more reviews of the latest adventure games that we've been playing and with more interviews from uh, adventure game developers and actors uh, as well. So uh, if you haven't already, uh, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to the the podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can follow us on social media. Again, all the links will be in the show notes. Uh, and uh, you can also leave a review for the podcast if you so wish. That would be really, really helpful. Uh, also, if you are able to, you can also become a Patreon member. We will have uh, where we have some extras. Uh, first of all, these episodes will be there at least 24 hours in advance, uh, followed by there are also some exclusives. So there are some spoiler special interviews with developers such as uh, James Dearson, Agustin Cortez and several others as well. So thanks as always for listening and for your support and um, well take care everyone until next time. Goodbye. If you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a adventure game developer or adventure game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you Mm-hmm.